Welcome back into the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank. Joining me now, the head coach of the 14th-ranked Ragin' Cajun softball team, Jerry Glasgow. The Cajun softball team left on April the 1st for a road trip to Atlanta. Here we are, April the 12th. They are still um, got a 10-game road trip that ends today at 1 o'clock against Troy. And, uh, Jerry, my first question to you with all this travel and all wins, by the way, on this road trip, how tired are you? How tired is the team right now? Uh, you know, I, I think we're fine. I think, obviously, you know, anytime you travel and you're staying in hotels and sleeping in different beds, you know, it's, there's, a, <clears throat> there's a lot of fatigue there, a lot of ugly there. But when you're winning, <laughs> you know, when you're winning, it, it, that covers up a lot of that, you know. Like my old high school coach used to say, uh, hitting and winning is like blonde hair on a woman. It'll cover up a lot of ugly. <laughs> and when you're winning, when you're winning, you tend to you tend to gain some energy and some enthusiasm from that and um, – cover up a lot of the you know the the road weariness so to speak well jerry the the pitching for you guys as you say it all the time right the biggest key is the pitching and it's still really good um you know summer ellison kendra lamb it just they continue to get the job done and while the injuries have piled up for you guys and that's been unfortunate the pitching has kind of continued to fuel you guys and and it seems like there's a number of reasons you guys have won 16 in a row, but it's it's hard not to look to pitching at, at the top of that list in regards to the biggest reason. Is that fair? Well, pitching was outstanding yesterday. I, you know, there's a couple – they made a couple of big hits where, you know, Kendra Lamb in the first inning, they got one hitter red hot. Uh, they got a really good four-hole. So we went 2-0 and on her. Okay, let's just put her on first. We had a runner on second. I didn't want to get down one nothing. I want to keep it. You know, I want to. I was expecting that game. We might need to win it one nothing. And and we had the we had the five hole a freshman that we wanted. We threw rise ball in, rise ball in, and she missed both balls by three inches. You know, and so we go waste out, waste pitch out, double outside curveball, just a waste pitch. Same thing we practice every day, and. And it it just didn't get out there, you know. It just hung over the plate, and she hit it over the left field fence. So we're down 3-0. <clears throat> that one pitch, though, other than that one pitch, Kendra Lamb was phenomenal, like really phenomenal. And if you if you don't under you know if you don't know what the pitch call was and don't know what happened in that situation, it looks so funny, you know. But she shut down for the next five innings. You zero zero zero. We got the game. You know we're up in the game eight to three, and we had eight and three, one out, eight and nine holes up, and she's got two pinch hitters on deck, two freshmen. One's one for six, one's one for fifteen for the year. <laughs> you know, and I put uh, I put a fifth year senior in, a fourth year senior Casey Dixon in, and you know she just wasn't ready. Maybe I didn't give her time to get warmed up. I don't know. Um, doesn't matter at that point, but I think that the score eight to seven, we let them come back there eight to seven. And I hate that because you give them a little momentum going into game three. <clears throat> On the other hand, 
that's the kind of thing we got to know. Like we got to learn those lessons. If we if it was because we weren't warm in the bullpen, then you know we can fix that. Um, if it's because we're not good enough and we can't handle pressure, then we got to know that too. You know, we we got to know because as we go down the stretch, we got to know who can get people out and who can who can you know shut people down and. We're trying to figure that out in some ways, and it was a great, you know, we had the game under in hand eight to three. I was I, there was never a point I was worried about it. Um, there was a point when it was you know eight to seven, and you still got to get it out. There's a point where I thought, ooh, I'm gonna really look stupid for putting everybody in here. I was wanting to play everybody too, you know. We let everybody mm-hmm. bat the seventh inning. I uh, felt like eight runs was enough to win it. <clears throat> And, you know, we let everybody get a bite. We're trying to build some team chemistry, let everybody play, let everybody do their thing. And, you know, I really wanted I wanted to get as many pitchers in as we could. I'm trying to figure out ways, you know, that we can use a pitcher without, you know, without hurting another pitcher. Um, and it's all tricky, but it, it'll come together. And it, I think what it shows you, though, is that, like, with, you know, May Short looks so good right now. She looks really good. But Torres is looking really good at at second base, and now she's hitting the ball like we expect her to hit the ball on on opening day of season. Alderink is batting five sixty over the last uh, five games and five hundred over the last ten, and Tally's hitting an amazing six sixty over the last ten games, like just really good. And so there's so many good things happening on this road trip, and it's. Uh, it's exciting now. We haven't even talked about Summer Ellison. She come out. She really threw a gym yesterday. You know, she she's got the right pitch. They, she matches up with Troy, I think, better than any pitcher on our staff because they she has one pitch that they just cannot hit as a ball club, and and uh, it was working yesterday, and and it was she was locating it well. She just got easy outs. I mean, if you look at those two games yesterday. I don't think we had an error in either game. I think that's three games in a row we've made without an error. Now, when you think about who all we got playing and all the movement we've done, you know, even Rawls not catching for a couple of weeks while she was hurt. Now she's back there behind the plate. And then you got, you know, a backup at shortstop and uh, just all over. You got a third baseman that was playing second base her whole career and just moved there a couple of weeks ago. You got a shortstop playing second base. It's, not played second base in years. Um, you got your first baseman out, and you got Justice Mills in there now, uh, who earlier in the year we didn't even think we'd be able to play defense because of her knees. You think about all that, and they played three games in a row right here down the stretch without making an error. Um, so I'm, I'm elated with where we're at on this road trip when you compare to where we were. You know, we start, we start out the season 15 and 6, and then what if we've won 10, 11 in a row, 12 in a row? I don't even know what it is now, but a lot of games in a row we're winning, but we're starting to play better and we're finding a way. We're hitting 379 as a team over the last 10, 10 games, and a lot of extra base hits. Are, are, we've got our uh, slugging percentage up over 500. We've got our on-base percentage up at 400. So you know your team, our, your team OPS is over 900. 900 is a sign of a really good hitter. So um, a lot of good things, and really proud of the ball club for just fighting through this season. Not just this road trip, but I'm just proud of the way they're fighting through the whole season. Coach Jerry Glasgow, our guest, ESPN 1420. You were talking about the hitting and how good it's been. Yesterday, you know, ten hits in one game, eight in another. 
Troy is a team that I think were what their team ERA was one point five two. You know, they were a team that you know didn't have a lot of errors. I mean, it was it was the it wasn't just a hitting coach, but considering the conference standings, how Troy was playing, the way that they've pitched this season. I mean, just across the board, yesterday felt to me like such a big moment in the season. Not just not just two games against a good opponent, but in terms of the overall Sunbelt Conference and how you guys hit against that pitching, it, it felt like a really big moment to me. I think one we'll maybe look back on in a few weeks as just a, a really big Really, really big Sunday for Rage Occasion softball in Troy, Alabama yesterday. Yeah, it's a big Monday, too, because Johnson will come back out there today. Now, she's one of the top pitchers in the country. I talked to two SEC coaches that have played them earlier this year, and both of them said she's one of the best five pitchers they've seen the whole year. Um, she's very good. Um, and I, I was proud of the way our kids hit her. We hit her really hard the last time we played her. Um uh, you know, I, I think we the preparation was just like he was preparing for Brittany Barnhill at Florida. Just you know, you just gotta be ready for the high, hard heat and no understand it's got up spin. So you gotta get your barrels on top of the ball. And I thought our kids adjusted as the game went on. We we started out we were popping the ball up a little bit. She she averaging like twelve strikeouts a game. I think she was leading the nation in strikeouts or second in the nation in strikeouts, and we had four. Uh, I thought that was really good. And, and, and uh, in fact, I think she only had two strikeouts. Um, I, 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 I thought we did handle her really well, and we got to come back out today and do it again, or it doesn't mean anything. I think it's just we, we, we want to accept that challenge one more time today. And, man, we're lucky this year. We got some great pitchers in the. This is the best the Sun Belt's ever been. Um, and history, I guess, because in RPI, you look this morning, I think we're 24. And if I read it right, um, Troy's 32. Texas State is in there about 41. And uh, who am I leaving out? South Al is 42. So we got four teams, I think, in the top 42 teams in the country. That's great for our conference. And in this competition where you really have to get up, you know, our preparation the last two days for Troy was just like we was in a regional or super regional. Um, we use the same format that, that we did in the SEC, getting ready for regional, super regional. And I thought we'd come into the series prepared. Uh, I was able to watch a ton of film on their hitters. I think at any one time we need to get one of them out, we got a pitch to get them out. And then while, while we got those big leads, the beauty of that is we can start you know, we can throw pitches that we don't know. We, we, you know, I know this. I know a certain way to get each one out because I can watch the film from the Alabama game or from the Auburn game. But then you want to expand that. You don't want to be stuck in just one location. So you move over. We get a big lead like we did yesterday. You're able to move over to another location. Can they hit this pitch? Yeah, they hit that. It's okay, we can't go back there. Let's try this. You know, let's go low in or let's go low out. Let's go up out. Let's go up in. And, and, you know, you get that all, all that information you get is going to help us, hopefully, when we get to the conference tournament. So I thought it was a real credit to our ball club. We were able to get a huge lead. We let all kinds of play. I think we played our whole bench in both games. Um, and uh, fun to see, like, every player get a, a chance to help our team or contribute to the win. And, and you can't do that if it's one to nothing, obviously. But when you get out there and your team scoring four or five runs or even eight runs, then you're able to do a lot of things that 
really are fun and rewarding as a ball club, and that helps team chemistry and bring together, and we've been doing that on the street. Louisiana Rage Cajun softball coach Jerry Glasgow, our guest. I'm Scott Prather. It's ESPN1420.com. Today, 1 o'clock first pitch, 1245 pregame. Ian Ozan, Bobby Naval have the call for you right here on ESPN1420.com, powered by Learfield College. We've got it for you. And, um, and you know, Jerry, you mentioned a big game today. Obviously, you got a chance to take a two-game lead overall atop the Sunbelt Conference standings with a win today. You said the preparation yesterday was like preparing for a regional. It, it just feels like on this road trip and, and, and then yesterday and, and hopefully again today, the moment and what's on the line here is is not lost on any of your team. They've really stepped up to the plate. How much do you guys talk about how big a particular game might be in regards to standings, what have you, or how much of it is unspoken and everybody kind of just knows what's on hand? Mm, I think it's just you don't have to talk a lot about it. I mean, right now you got to take one game at a time. And it's right right now we're just. Getting, taking each team that we're going to a competition one game at a time and then just trying to find out how to make each individual player better. You know, like some players are having to work on the rise ball. Some players are having to work on the drop ball. Some players working on their lower half, getting, getting you know, getting their lower half uh, going and others are worrying about not dropping their hands. And then on defense, one's worrying about, you know, attacking the ball and charging the ball and others worrying about her throws. And you just got different things that, each player's zoned in on, but but you know you can't look down the road. You got to stay right in the moment, and and I think that's what we're doing pretty well right now. And we want to stay right there. When I talked to you last week, uh, you had not gotten the the news yet that Alyssa Dalton was going to need surgery. I know Frankie Izzard suffered a, a very unfortunate injury. Certainly, thoughts and prayers go out to her. But overall, coach, I have to ask you each week. But uh, overall, team health right now for you guys, where you guys stand. Yeah, I think we're okay. Yeah, you know, I felt bad about that. I, I never will ever say anything to mislead the fan base uh, because I, I value our fans and I value their participation in our program. And their, and, and at that time, we, we had x-rayed Dalton the week before, and it was negative. And she played with really intense pain that weekend and couldn't close her glove. And, and so, you know, it was day-to-day. And then literally... Maybe an hour after we got off the radio, I uh, got a call from the trainer and said, hey, I just re-x-rayed her hand. It's broke. Um, so she's going to be out for a few weeks, or you know, and hopefully we get her back towards the end of the season, but who knows? Um, it's a very narrow window. You know, there's not going to be <laughs> – she's either going to barely, barely, barely get back or, or she won't. But that's what happened on that. And I, I felt bad, you know, cause I, I sounded like I was trying to be deceptive and I, I definitely wasn't. I just knew information come in and had no idea that they were, I didn't even know they were going to re X-ray it, but anyway, that's what happened. As far as this weekend, I, you know, I think we're okay. You know, we're, 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 you know, we had a lot of slides yesterday. Anytime you're seeing kids sliding, we had some people diving for outfield balls. We had a couple of kids running defenses, catching pop-ups. So you never know. I mean, as far as a lot of times uh, the girls don't even say anything for right at the moment, and then the next day they say, hey, this really hurt. <laughs> and that's what happened. You know, like I didn't realize Dalton had gotten hurt sliding in and uh, sliding. She didn't say a word. She just played through it, you know, and they're tough. And uh, that's as far as I know, though, I think we're coming through this uh, road trip, you know, without any further 
damage. The loss of Frankie is just huge to our program because she's she was really becoming a team leader, an inspirational leader. Uh, I think the injury she will become even more so. You know, um, I know our kids are taking it really hard to see her, and you know that was a lot of pain. It's a really intense um, situation to her injury. And she's handled like a champion. She's a tough, tough, tough kid. And um, and then to see somebody come in and battle the way she battled and where she started in September and where she was last week at the time of her injury was very inspiring and then even more frustrating to see it, you know, be hampered or set back by by a, a, a severe injury. But, um, wow. That's a we're talking about a special young lady right there that has just captured the hearts of all of our team and teammates and our coaching staff and um I, it'll be fun to watch her and see what she does and whatever it is it's going to be special that's just how she is Louisiana softball coach Jerry Glasgow on a personal note Jerry I for the record I, I don't I can't speak for the fans but I I did not think that when I got the news about Dalton on Monday that you were trying to be deceptive in any way. I mean, I've, I think I've talked to you enough, and I think the fans have heard you enough over the last few years to know how transparent you are. I mean, I've, I've interviewed enough coaches over the last 20 years to know the ones that aren't going to give you much and the, and the ones that, you know, are an open book, and, and you're definitely on the latter side of things. Um, my final question to you, I guess, is have you been through a season as an assistant coach in your, your decades coaching softball that have had this many injuries to a team you were a part of? No, you know, I think that we've had more injuries this year than I had than we've had in 12 years. You know, it's been a bad year. It's uh, absolutely, I, I was saying we've had more than this year than we had in the first three years I was there. And, and you know, you think about that, you've had, well, Brittany Holland, two ACLs. And um, so we had a couple of bad injuries, but we've had more this year. You know, we've had an ACL and we've had, uh, you know, um, hurt legs and hurt shoulders and hurt hands and uh, just so many things, hurt backs, stomach uh, stomach situations that cost a kid two weeks, concussions twice that cost two players two weeks. We've had, a, we've had an enormous amount of, uh, you know, injury. And... And when I think back, like, you know, maybe it's just because it was a long time ago, but I don't remember in six years at Georgia, I don't remember over one or two big injuries. That, um, I don't remember any at three years at A&M. So I think it's just, it's a, that's how things go. Things are cyclical like that. The credit to the girls is that they just haven't allowed us to, they have not allowed us to, to sit down and, you know, everybody wants to play. Everybody wants to contribute. We got a lot of talent, deep, deep, deep talent. I said that all fall. You know, I said that in the spring. It didn't look like it. It didn't look like it the first, you know, 21 games of the season. It didn't look like we had a lot of talent. And then all of a sudden now, without you know, you're, you've got a the preseason conference player of the year is not, and you just beat the, you know, you just beat the the, the best team in the conference, you know, according to the polls or whatever, and. Um, without her on the field, and you know, Rain O'Neill is, in my opinion, the best outfielder in the conference, and along with Sierra Bryant and Kendall Talley right now. But I mean, we got we got three three outfielders. One of them not here. That you know, 
they're good. <laughs> they're really good. And so I feel like it's the adversity's made us better. It's given us some strength. It's given us some resiliency. It's given us toughness and character. And as long as we as long as we just keep demanding the very, very best out of ourselves and uh, it's gonna end up being a positive. Got some business uh, to tend to today, Coach. We appreciate you taking the time. 1 o'clock first pitch, 1245 pregame. You can hear it here on ESPN 1420 via Learfield IMG College. The Cajuns looking to sweep Troy and extend their winning streak to 17 straight, continuing to overcome those injuries that we've been talking about. I always appreciate you taking the time, Jerry. And uh, after the game today, safe travels back home. I know you guys are ready to uh, to get back in Acadiana and Host some games at Lamson Park in front of, albeit on a limited basis, but in front of your own fan base. Yeah, we got a big game there tomorrow night. Uh, Southeastern Louisiana's really well coached team, and they're playing really, really well right now. You look, they uh, they took Troy to the wire uh, a couple games earlier this year, so you know we'll come in and it'll be fun to get back on the field tomorrow night in front of uh, in front of our fans and and on our home turf. So we're looking forward to that. Thanks so much, Jerry. All the best, and we'll talk to you again on Monday. All right. Thank you. That is Rage Cajun softball coach Jerry Glasgow. We'll go from one diamond sport to the other. Louisiana Raging Cajun baseball won the series this weekend against Arkansas State. Lost yesterday in a, a wild game. But uh, Connor Cook's performance on Saturday, Friday night win, long win streak before yesterday's game. We're going to dig into all of it with head coach Matt Deggs when we come back after this. This is The Great Scott Show on ESPN 1420, KPEL Lafayette. We'll be right back right after this.